welcome to the Fertility Conversations podcast. The goal of this podcast is to create more awareness about infertility and to provide support to people trying to conceive. Thank you for listening today, and we hope you will be encouraged. And now, here is your host, Ola. Welcome, everyone. Today, I'm joined by Zeri. She is the author of the memoir, I Am Also a Woman. Zeri has a condition known as MRKH. The condition is primarily associated with abnormal development of the female reproductive system. Uh, today, Zeri will be sharing more information about this condition and her journey so far. So welcome, Zeri, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. It's, it's my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So we always start off by saying, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Zeripa Piri. I call myself unique because I feel that I'm unique. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was born in Zimbabwe. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Zimbabwe and then I came to South Africa. That was uh, around 2005, 2006. Okay, that's wonderful. Yes. And you're living in South Africa now? Yes, All now right. I'm living in South Africa, yes. All right, perfect. Um, which today we mentioned earlier, I mean, I highlighted earlier, we're going to be speaking about the condition as well, MRKH. How did you find out that you had that condition? Uh, I found out after my marriage. The thing mm -hmm. is, uh, before that, um, okay, I got married at the age of 22. Mm -hmm. uh, before that, I didn't have my periods and stuff. And then... Um, you know, the family believed that I'm, um, you know, one of the late calmers, you know. <laughs> yes. Yes. I've heard that before sometimes. Yeah. Yes. So after my marriage, um, we couldn't do, you know, the deed with the husband. Mm -hmm. And then um, we, I mean, like we, 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 we kept on trying for like three months and nothing was happening in the okay. bedroom, you know. And then... Uh, after three months, we decided to inform the auntie, you know, like in the African culture, you have to go through the aunt and, you yes, know, explain yes. everything. Mm -hmm. So we told her that this was what was happening. She couldn't, she couldn't believe it. She got the shock of her life. You know, she was like mm. three months and nothing happened. I'm like, no, during the first days, you know, I thought it was like, I mean, it, it's like, you know, the, the virginity thing. It, yes, yeah, you yes. know, of course. <laughs> So, yeah, we even spoke with the husband. I, I thought, like, we're doing it the wrong way, wrong you know. Way, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So when we told the auntie, she then invited uh, me to visit her so that we could visit the gynecologist mm -hmm. um, in her area. And then uh, when we went there, I first went with my auntie because my husband was at work. And yeah. then um, the gynecologist uh, told me that I had a thick hymen mm -hmm. that's why uh, the husband couldn't penetrate and then like we had to go through um, I mean I, I, I should have a small operation that's what he said right and um, yeah so we had to inform the husband as well and all that and then yeah he went on to explain to me that um, with this condition that you have it's like you, it's one in a million uh, women oh, wow. with such a condition. And it was even like, he even told my aunt that, how can you let her get married before she gets her periods? You know, I mean, oh. <laughs> it was, what, yes. What, what, what does he care? Like, what's his business with that? I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, you know, if your husband was my younger brother, I wasn't going to let him marry you before oh. you. <laughs> so, yeah, it really was something else. I couldn't believe it. Um, it was really hard to believe. And, you know, with um, the African culture, they go on to say that you have been bewitched. There's nothing like oh, that. Hmm. Yes, they say there's nothing like that. Um, someone bewitched you and uh, yeah so we informed my husband because we had to go for counseling both of yeah. us and then um, before he came before he arrived um, the gynecologist like started 
uh, telling me that, you know what, this condition of yours, you're not going to have kids. You're not going to be able to have kids. Wow. Uh, so during those days, uh, you didn't know the name of the condition. You didn't okay. know it was MRHK. Uh, you just said, it's a, yeah, you just said, no, it's a condition that's rare. And yeah, that's what he said. And then um, he told me that you're not going to have kids for the rest of your life. The only option that you have is adoption and all that. So if your husband doesn't agree to this, if he leaves you because of that, just make sure that the next person that um, if you decide to get married again, the next person must know that you've got, I mean, you can't give them kids. You can't have kids. Wow. How insensitive. I don't understand. What kind of delivery is that? Yes. I was like, you know, it was, it was so shocking. Um, yeah. My mind was like confused and everything. I, I couldn't believe it because I even like, you know, <laughs> fainted somehow, oh, you know? Yeah, because yeah, I couldn't believe what uh, he was telling me. And he wasn't being nice about it as well. He was, the delivery was really bad. He can't speak to people like that, you know, to... Yes, it really was bad because he just like, you know, straight up yeah. he told me. Yeah, I, I even heard him asking my aunt that question that how can you let her get married, you know? before yeah. she she even you know she even has like a periods how mm. could you do that because you know very well that without that then she's not gonna have kids if it was my younger brother i wasn't gonna allow him to get married to her oh no mm. yeah it was really tough wow it really was tough so when the husband came um he was told everything um mm. And then, like, yeah, he also was shocked. He couldn't believe what was happening. But the thing is, uh, before I got married to him, because mm -hmm. we dated for, like, two years. We started okay. dating when I was 20. Mm -hmm. And then um, I, I told myself that I was going to get married at the age of 25. Mm -hmm. So when, I, uh, when we started dating, he was my first boyfriend. And then he became the first husband. Uh, so I told him that I, I can't get married to you now because um, I'm waiting for my period, you know, because, right. <laughs> yes, because I, I believe that before that, I mean, without that, I won't be able to have kids. So then he said, no, you know, there are, there are people who, I mean, who have their periods at a later stage and not, so it's fine by me. Oh, wow. So now, yeah, I told him, you know, now we are here. This is the situation. This is the case. So what mm -hmm. are we going to do? Um, he, you know, he was just so quiet. He didn't say anything. He was mm -hmm. shocked. And um, yeah, my aunt and the husband decided to like talk to us, you know, and they mm -hmm. explained to him that, if you feel that you are not okay with it, um, it's it's fine. If you feel that you can't go on with this marriage because of not having kids, then yeah. still it's your choice. Um, you have to speak to your family. You have to inform your, your parents that this is the case. And, um, you know, he was very, he was supportive. Okay, the, the, that was the next day, actually. That's, that's when he, like, you know, became supportive. I mean, showed that he would support me. Right, um, after the initial shock. Yes. Hmm. And then uh, yeah, he was like, you, are, you know, the, 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 I mean, kids are a gift from God and hmm. all that, you know. So, yeah, it was okay between the two of us. And then... Um, my aunt informed my parents that this is what's happening. And they said, you know what? Uh, she's not going to go through with the operation. Why, Why were they against that? Why were they against the operation? They believed, they believed that I was bewitched. Right. They said there's nothing like that. So she's not going to go through with the operation. We're going to go the traditional way. Hmm. So, yeah, we started, you know, going the traditional way, uh, you know, going to the traditional healers, going to the prophets, you know, 
yeah. being given this and that, you know, drinking mixtures. So many strange of, things, yeah. There's so many strange things and yeah, you know, you could be given, I mean, I could be given like the milk mixed with cooking oil mixed with eggs, you know, oh all my. those kind of yeah. things. And I was told that uh, I mustn't vomit because if I vomit, then I won't be able to have kids. Oh, wow. So, yes, much, it, so much to deal yeah. with. Yes. And then um, I remember we went to this other um, uh, prophet. He was mm-hmm. like into doing the prophetic thing and the traditional thing at oh. the same time so he drew my you know my 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 uh my my system you know my anatomy all right <laughs> and he said he said you you are an adult outside but you are a child inside and okay. like it was so strange because yeah. whatever he drew on the wall it was like what the gynecologist had said so I don't know how it worked but that's what happened and then um he started giving me cane like sticks you know you know the sugar cane oh yeah yeah it was sticks like sugar cane but they were they were soft right Mm. so um you know I was given different sizes and I was asked to you know insert you know into (laughs) oh no Yes, that's what happened. Yeah, and I had to do that. You it must know, have been so um, painful. Wow. Yes, because I think um, they, they they worked more like dilators, you know. Right. <laughs> it's it's mm-hmm. like I, I I I understood that later on that <sighs> it was more like basically using the dilators. Right. So it was like traditional dilators, if I may call them that. <laughs> yeah, because there's some kind of treatment like that, right? For a part of the process yes. for MRKH, they use dilators, right? Yes. So, um, okay, I was now in. I was now staying with my sister-in-law, my husband's uh, sister. Okay. Um, and then, like, okay, my husband was going to work. He was in another town. And then I was staying with the sister-in-law just because, I mean, I had to go back to that uh, traditional healer every now right. and then. Mm. Yes, almost every day. So like to, to give him the feedback of what was mm. happening. So I used to like, yeah, tuck them in and then like in the morning and then remove in the evening, tuck another one in, you know. And then um, after maybe different sizes, and then um, I would be asked to call my husband and like he comes and then we have to, you know, try and right. do it. Mm. So it was a bit uh, complicated. And um, uh, what can I say? It was because, you know, my, 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 my parents were there. His oh, parents wow. were there. His mm. sister was there. So, you know, like every morning, they want to hear the news. Can you imagine how oh much um, something happened, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah, it went on for some time. I think it was somewhere around three months or so. Uh, like, yeah, he goes and then he comes back maybe after a week or two when I feel that because I have to test, you know, putting in my fingers mm. and stuff. And then, like, yeah, when, when, when it feels like, okay, maybe it's opening up. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then it comes. And then, yeah, the next morning I have to tell them if anything happens until it happened. Wow. That yes, so when it happened, yes, when it happened, uh, yeah, everyone was relieved. But now they remained that... Um, that uh pregnancy thing you know mm-hmm. now um now it's 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 open we can do it we can yeah. do what every couple does right uh yeah. yeah but then i couldn't get pregnant and like yeah i still had to go and drink that stuff and everything and then um two years later it's two two and a half years later 
trouble began, you know, in the paradise. And then yeah. um, there was like, you know, the family, you know, the friends, they started talking. Yeah, Why aren't you joined. guys having kids? Yeah. Yes, you know. And then um, I remember the other day mm. I met up with a letter from his father. Mm. Um, he, he told him that he was telling him that you must get, I mean, you must get married to another woman because you can't stay with furniture in your house. Oh. Oh, yes. Wow. So he literally referred to me as a piece of furniture, you know. Oh, that must have been so painful for you to find that and read that. Yes, it was it was so heartbreaking. Um, yeah. I just remember I stormed out of the house. It was in the um it was in the evening and I didn't even know where I was going. I was confused. Um, you know, just the thought of someone just calling you a piece of yes. furniture because of i mean something that you cannot control something, something that's that you not your fault and something that yeah. is not your fault you know so yeah wow. it was really tough it really how did you was. get through all of that how what was your support during that whole time what sorry what was your support system during that time like i mean everything you've said so far i can't i can't even imagine what you went through but who did you have any support I know you mentioned your sister-in-law that you were staying with her, but who yes, were you yes. able to talk to during this whole time? It was my sister-in-law. Mm. Uh, she, she really understood what I was going through because um, when she got married herself, yes. mm. um, she didn't have kids for eight years. Okay. And their husband left her because of that. Mm. And then uh, she later on got married to someone and then she had kids. Wow. So she really was supportive because she, she used to tell me that, no, don't worry. Um, God will make a way. You will eventually have kids. Don't lose hope. Wow. Yes. But unfortunately, she passed on. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry. So I didn't have, like, I had uh, no support. one to tend yeah. to. Yes. I had no one to tend to. How did this whole uh, the diagnosis and the whole experience, how, how did it also impact your family? Because I, I know that, I mean, like you mentioned in African societies, um, you know, having issues trying to have a, a child can be so um, stressful and it impacts everyone. So I just wonder how were your parents also dealing with this? My parents, um, they were very supportive. Uh, they never lost hope. They, they, they still believed that I was bewitched, you know, mm. um, especially after, you know, using those traditional dilators. So they just, they still had hope that, yeah, one day I'll have kids, you know, and uh, they kept on, you know, consulting, you know, and whenever they hear about um there is a traditional healer there, you know, right. a good one. And then there's, there's a prophet there, you know. Mm -hmm. Then, like, yeah, they would call me and ask me to, to go, you know. Go it, was, it was something else, you know. Yeah, I just said to, you know, to, to, just to, do, it. to do it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. what I, yeah, I used to just go and, you know, trying to get help. Yeah. And then... Um, even, you know, the, the, the churches, I was born a Catholic, but I had to change and just join these other churches because they, they help, you know, they can help you with this case and all mm -hmm. that. Yes, uh, you know, people uh, who are married for like 10 years without kids, they eventually, you know, have kids. So mm -hmm. your time will come. So just go there as well. That's what I used to do. Yeah. Um, and then we got to a point whereby, um, okay, after that later, right? Mm -hmm. My husband ran after me and then he apologized. And then he said, no, don't mind him. Um, you know, we, we, we know God is going to give us kids, you know, in due course. So like, yeah, we, we were good with the husband. But then later on, 
the pressure was too much on him. And, you know, I, I, at times like, you know, I blamed myself for what was happening because he started being promiscuous, you know, Mm. and um, now he, you know, he was doing everything like in my eyes, you know, I could see, I could hear, yes, I could see it and all that. And then, yeah, it became too much on me. I couldn't handle it because now he got to a point where he didn't even eat my food, you know, the food I prepared for Mm. him in the house. And yeah, it really was something else. I was, I just got so depressed because I didn't know whom to turn to. That auntie had passed on. And um, when I went to tell his parents, um, the mother used to tell me that, yeah, you know, the, 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 the problem in your, in your house, you know, that's what's driving him to that, to being promiscuous. And that was really wow. tough. And even if I went to the church elders, they used yeah. to tell me that, you know, your, your husband, when you talk to him about this, he keeps quiet. He doesn't say anything, you know, he just ignores us. So we don't even know what to do. So I was like, I was now like left alone, you know nowhere to turn to no yes i i remember i i got to a point where i was like losing it you know i even left my job because i just couldn't concentrate i was just so depressed yeah yeah it it really was tough wow you're such a strong and stronger and powerful woman to have just endured all of that and to be yes. here today, standing and well, and written a wonderful book, which we'll get to in a few minutes. Wow, you totally yes, agree. Mm. Now, now, have you been able to connect with other women who have the same condition now? Yes, I did. Um, what happened was, you know, uh, on Facebook, I okay. met this other lady and then... Um, yeah, they were talking about infertility and all those issues. And then, so I started like going through their uh, stories and stuff. And then um, I started connecting with them, you know, and then yeah, that's when I'm in on Instagram as well. Yeah. And then I met these ladies and stuff. And that now it, it, uh, it helped me a lot because I could feel, I mean, I, I realized that I'm not alone. Yeah. In this. Exactly. I'm not alone in this journey and I shouldn't let anything that I cannot change control me and all that mm-hmm. and then um, yeah it's, it's like you know talking to someone who is going through that same thing is it, it really helps a lot yeah it that does. such a relief for you to find other people and say okay there are other people like me with the same condition and there's it's it's must have been really great for you to connect with them. Yes, yes, because um, with the husband, we, I mean, we, we, we then like separated, we got divorced and then uh, it was really tough. And right, yeah. yes, but I remember the, 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 the day I left him, I had mm. had enough. I wasn't, I, I couldn't eat. I was depressed. I could cry myself to sleep. And mm. yeah, it really was hard. I didn't have anyone to tend to. So I just thought that, you know what? I mean, enough is enough. Uh, I'm going to leave. I think from now on, I know I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. That's what I told myself. Hmm. what give you the strength yeah go ahead yes I you know I just I just prayed about it I just That's, yeah because I wonder you know that must have taken such a such so much courage to get up and leave yes because there was a time that he left me without hmm. telling me where he was going and uh, when I when I tried to look for him hmm. um, his his friends I mean his friend's wives they told me that um, yeah he said he had had enough. He, he doesn't know what to do. So now the only solution that he has is to leave me, you know. So, yeah, he, he left and, yeah, it was, I mean, he went for days 
and I didn't even know where he was. So you can imagine the depression. Yeah. It was really tough. It really was tough. So in a way, I, I was like, you know, uh, blaming myself for all that. But okay, maybe it's because uh, I have this problem. So mm-hmm. can't give him kids. That's why he's doing that. And I could hear some, you know, stories, women talking out there. There was this other lady who even said, I mean, who even told my sister's friend that he approached her and told her that, can you please give me a child, you know? So, yeah, it really was tough. Hmm. So I just thought, you know, maybe leaving him was the best decision I could make. And then I just told myself, I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. I'm not going to get married again because still, even if I get married, then now I'm still going to go through what I I went through with him. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The society and culture doesn't really help at all. It doesn't. So much emphasis on procreation as if the only purpose of a woman is to have children. Yes. And the, and, and the other thing, I made enemies as well. You know, um, you know, when you go to the traditional healer, they, they always have something to say, you know. Oh, yeah. and, it, and funny enough, it adds up, right? It I know, does weirdly, right? Up. You start to believe it somehow, even though it's all a lie. <laughs> yes. It really oh. was like adding up you know um you have been bewitched by your grandmother you know she took your pants and did this and that and that and she's got like you know your womb inside a bottle Mm. you know that kind of stuff yeah and and i used to you know like i remember i confronted my grandmother the other time and i felt bad afterwards after i discovered that this is a condition yeah i was born like this i had to you know like it was unfortunately i i i, I couldn't apologize because she passed on before i did oh, no. wow. and really like it it i i really felt bad about it <laughs> i really felt bad about it that's the thing about the spiritual uh, healers i don't think they realize the impact of what they do when they start making all these false claims and no, damaging relationships that might never get to be put together again. It's just unfortunately they yeah. don't. Well, may her soul rest in peace. So sorry for your loss. Thank you. Now, knowing you what you know now, and I mean, let's talk about your book. Actually, what what led you to write to writing your book? Your you know, congratulations on the release of the book. That's wonderful. Thank you. Amazing Thank that you. from your journey. You have not written this book to help other people. Uh, and of course, the name of your book is I Am Still a Woman. I'm also I love the a name. Woman. I'm also a woman. Yes. <laughs> yes. I really love the name. It's excellent. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, the name obviously sends a powerful message to people in societies, you know, that tie yes. women's existence to and purpose only to motherhood, right? So well done on that. And of course, Thank I read you. your book a couple of days ago and I totally loved every every line of that book it was amazing thank you so much thank you um i strongly believe everyone should uh buy that book and read it because we need to hear your story and also importantly we need to learn the importance of being kind to people because i think sometimes people just forget the basic just basic kindness right yes yes if we could just have that a lot of things would be so much better true so what inspired you to write this book um okay so uh when i like you know there was like i said i had given up on everything you know this relationship thing and stuff and then um my aunt um told me that you know what let's let's just give it a try you know let's let's go to the doctors and stuff and then that's when um i started again going to the gynecologist and then that's when I found out that the name of the condition is MRKH so you know I then had to you know mingle with people with the same condition and hearing their stories inspired me also to write the book and Mm -hmm. then um, I remember there was this other day I was coming from work Um, I was driving from work and then on the radio they had a gynecologist and then two ladies uh, called um, 
the I mean they they called in and okay. then the the first one was 34 years old and then the other one was 36 years old and then they were asking the gynecologist that um we don't know what's happening because we I I haven't had my periods you know oh. then I was like oh okay so it means they are I mean there 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 are people there are a lot of people out there with this yeah. condition and they don't know what's happening you know mm-hmm. and um I just thought, you know what, I think if I share my story, if I write a book, it's going to help a lot of people out there. And um, so I chose to share my story so that I could encourage them, you know, Um, the fellow women going the same uh, situation as well. Um, It really was uh, something that I thought it was going to help. And also, I just had this feeling, you know, like, I just want to like talk to people, uh, create an awareness, uh, you know, infertility, it's people, I mean, they they are treated somehow in the community, you know? Mm. So I, I told a friend of mine, I'm like, you know what? I just need a platform where it can be me against like a group of people talking about this, uh, infertility issues, talking about MRKH, because, you know, you, 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 you know, with my age, I'm 40, by the way, mm. and um, people will be asking me, like, oh, how come you don't have kids, you know, like, mm. why, why don't you have kids? And then if I tell them that um, it's because of one, two, three, they would yeah. be surprised, you know, you don't have a womb. What's that? I mean, how is that possible? You know, (laughs) so I just thought, you know what, let me come out of this closet and share my story. It's going to help a lot of people out there. It's going to encourage, you know, there are people who are suffering in silence. Yes. Cause I, I, I joined a group, um, on, on WhatsApp. It's a WhatsApp group. Mm -hmm. Uh, we call ourselves sisters. We have, yeah, we, 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 we all have, MRKH, you know, so we share our stories That's and then like, yeah, uh, so you, with some people, they don't want to share their stories. They, they tell you, you know what, there is no way I'm going to tell people about this condition. There is no way I'm going to tell people this is what's happening to me. I don't have a womb, not in a million years, you know. Yeah. but that's i mean fine that, that's fine yes yeah. it's their choice you know yes. yeah. so with me when i when i when i when i wrote it it wasn't easy writing this book wasn't easy even though it took me like two months you know really <laughs> well, that was a really really excellent book i loved it two months wow <laughs> yes but i guess you, so, you were meant to be a writer then Yes, I think so because so uh, when I was writing it, uh, mm. there were there were times when it took me back in time, you know, those moments and those moments, and I used to, you know, like break down, you know, mm. tell myself, oh, I thought I was stronger than this, you know. Oh, you are strong. And, and then I could break down, and then I told um, my 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 publisher that you know what, I don't think I can go on with this. I can't. Then he told me, no, 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 no. You are the strongest person I've yes, ever met. I agree. You Let's are. just, mm-hmm. yes, just, just continue. We are almost done, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, no, I can't do this anymore. Cause it like took me back. And then I could stop maybe for a day or two and mm. then um, cry myself to sleep and all that. And then after maybe two days, I'm fine. Then I continue writing. Yeah. And that was part of the healing. You're crying and, you know, all of <laughs> yes. that is part of the healing. It's necessary, especially yes. after going through all of that. Yes, it was part of healing. Yeah. It really helped me a lot. I felt like a burden has been lifted off my yes. shoulders. Mm. Wow. I got okay. the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you are invited to go to a baby shower and all that stuff. Here you are there, mingling with the others. And then like, they, they, I mean, looking at my age, they would ask me like, oh, so how many kids do you have? 
you know, mm. that person. Yeah. Now it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't have kids, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then they want to know, like, why, why? you know, yeah. now people, you have to start explaining. Yeah, yes. people really need to stop asking questions. I mean, some of those questions are not exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If only they could stop asking such questions. Just just yeah. wait for the person to tell you that, okay, I've got two kids or I've yeah. got one kid then. You yeah. Know. Like because how many kids you, you have is not like what's the weather like? It's not it's not that kind of question. You can't just ask people that. Exactly. Because you, you don't know what that person is going through. You oh. you you now open wounds, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they are going through. Yeah. You don't know why they don't have kids. Yeah. yeah it's People really just assume difficult. that everybody has kids and everybody wants kids and you know, everyone is different. So I Jeez. think we need to stop the assumption and this annoying question. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I should acknowledge that you look amazing. Thank at 40. You. So yes, <laughs> I need to know that. And what was, why did you choose the name of that book? your book why did you choose that name um (laughs) a friend of mine came up with the name of the book what happened was after i told you that hey you know what i just want to go out there talk to the people you know Hmm. and then she said oh why don't you write it i mean like why why you have to write a book and i'm like a book yeah you are right i can write a book maybe pour my heart out you know in that book (laughs) and then she was like then I was like but what am I going to name the book Mm. you know I'm like uh I I, like I I couldn't think of a name you know Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and then she said I'm also a woman and I'm like wow yes yes I'm also a woman womb or no womb I'm also a woman such a powerful yes that's how the name came about yes and it's excellent for that topic for that book (laughs) well done (laughs) since writing the book have other women maybe from Zimbabwe or South Africa or other African countries have they contacted you since writing that book Yes, a lot of them, actually. And the other thing, uh, before I started writing my book, um, you know, I used to pour out my heart on um, my, 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 my Facebook uh, page. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and also my, my WhatsApp status, you know. Okay. I used to write a lot of things, you know, about, you know, this infertility issues, you know, and yeah. all that stuff. So... Yeah, some people like started contacting me. I remember even my aunt was like, are you okay? You know, like there were these ones which sounded as if I was depressed, you know. Hmm. Then I told her, no, 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 don't worry. I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I just need <laughs> yeah, to get that out. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, like, no, I'm fine. Don't worry, I'm okay. And then some people started coming into my inbox and then like, you know, telling me that, you know what, we like what you write, you know, it's, 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 it's something, it's, it's motivating us and all that. And then I was like, yeah, now I'm thinking of writing a book, you know, <laughs> and then some of them even went to a point where they could tell me that, you know what, I don't have kids because of one, two, three, I'm going through oh. this. And, and I had to do some counseling, you know, Can you imagine? Wow. <laughs> yes. After releasing the book, I remember I had to speak to like five ladies. Mm. Um, I met them on Facebook and then two of them were on the verge of committing suicide, you know? Oh, wow. Yes, because of this. And uh, one of them, uh, she didn't like, she had a boyfriend and then um, she, 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 she didn't, ha- I mean, like he, she didn't go for the operation. So you know what was happening now. The boyfriend couldn't do anything. And then now he started going out there. And then like, yeah. So yeah, she told me, no, now I'm tired. I don't know what to do and all that. Then I told her, no, you know what? The thing is, just just go for that uh, operation or you can use the dilators and all that stuff. And then, yeah, then she was like, no, I don't want my boyfriend to know uh, that uh, this is the the 
the the the problem you know yeah. and i can't have kids so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell him all that then i said hey, it's 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 a bit tricky it's up to you not to tell him or mm. you know like or you 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 want to tell him at a later stage or whatever but the thing is um it's still gonna you know it will depress you it's gonna destroy you actually because mm-hmm. um yes because i mean like you are dying inside you know where the problem lies yeah so you just have to be open with him and tell him then she said yeah no what if he leaves me then yeah, the next that's always the fear yes so they yes so i realized they had a lot of i mean like they they, they had that fear and then the other one was even telling me that you know what i even buy you know sanitary pads when i go out with the boyfriend to buy mm. the groceries and i don't even use them yeah. <laughs> so yeah it really was but we became very close friends that's amazing thank god they you found like, them and met them at that time especially when they yes. were so depressed Yes, they are more like my 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 sisters now. You know, we talk almost every day oh. when they feel depressed. You know, we talk and you know <laughs> we that's support each other. Yeah, that's the power of sharing, <laughs> isn't it? Like you open up about yourself, and then they were having their own feelings. But then, because you were um, brave to share with them, they were able to also share with you what they were feeling. Yes, is, yes. That's why our stories are so important. Yes. So like there were, there were also ladies, I mean, uh, women with, with kids, maybe mm. just one child and then yeah. they can't have another one, another. you know? Yes. Yeah. When they read the book and, you know, we spoke about it and yeah, even like when I, the day of the launch, you know, I mm. met friends. I, you know, I had like, I, I got to meet a lot of people. Yeah. and yeah we talk we are now friends we are sisters we you know <laughs> that's beautiful i love it yes they even referred their friends to me who are like suffering i mean who we have got i mean different infertility cases mm. you know mm, yeah. so yeah so i've met wow. a lot of friends after the book <laughs> wow yes that's wonderful how can people buy your book um it's available on i mean um the 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 nook online stores okay. uh it's wrapped in kobo and the nook as well okay and um in and around uh africa i courier the book as well that's perfect and it's also available online for ebooks as well people can yes. buy that that's how i got mine Yes, yes but it'd be nice to have a hard copy for sure so we'll definitely be contacting you about the hard copy i think sometimes people want to make just want to have the book in their hands there's something nice about having the paper book. Cook, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's somehow it's i don't know what it is but it, you always yes. want to have a copy hard copy so we'll yes, definitely, definitely be sharing those details <laughs> so that people can reach out and buy a book all right thank you <laughs> and if there's anyone out there listening to you right now and wondering how to connect with you how can they do that how can they reach you uh they can follow me uh on my facebook page i've okay. got a facebook page it's called i'm also a woman beautiful <laughs> yes <laughs> yes and then on instagram as well okay. i'm Zeripa. yes perfect and if you could go back to zeri uh, when you were, I don't know, 16-year-old, what would you tell her? Um, I would tell you that um, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't have to worry about things that you cannot change. Yes. You know, and um, I would tell you that, you know what, it's, it's not up to you to decide how many kids you want to have (laughs) yes i tell myself that too (laughs) yeah as you know growing up you tell yourself that oh yeah you have two boys and two girls oh yes (laughs) by 24 by 25 nice car nice house two girls two boys right (laughs) yes (laughs) i remember that too yeah that's beautiful um let me ask you, actually, Zeri, what do you think needs to change in our cultures for the next girl to have a better experience 
the next girl that uh, finds herself with MRKH for people to be more supportive? What do you think needs to change? Um, I think, uh, you know, they, it's like, you know, you, 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 you just have to accept it. I mean, like you, you didn't choose that journey, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you have to accept it and you have to, uh, try and speak to, I mean, people going through that same journey, Mm -hmm. you know? When you, when you share your stories, you know, with the people who are going through that same journey, it really yeah. helps. Yes, it does. It really does help. I know uh, in our African cultures, they tell you that you have been bewitched and all that. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't advise them to believe that because, you know, uh, you end up creating enemies you end up having enemies you know and then you end up um doing things that might make you get sick you know you can imagine like uh in my case whereby i had to you know like drink a lot of different things and um yeah yes and also um insert stuff yeah you don't even know they're if they've been um, sterilized or Yes, 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 definitely. So, yeah, I wouldn't advise them to go that route, you know. And, um, yeah, it's people must learn to, you know, stop asking each other. You know, it it, it really happens uh, woman to woman, you know. Yeah. They love asking that questions. Why aren't you married? Um, yeah, yeah. Why don't you have kids, you know? Uh, it, it, it it opened up wounds Wounds, yes you know you almost yes. want to turn back and say why do you care like what what, what does it matter to you, <laughs> you yes. know, like at the end of the day it really doesn't concern you exactly so yeah and womb or no womb yeah. you are also a woman infertility yes. i mean it doesn't make you less of a woman mm-hmm. you know yes, yes. and uh, you must yes and everything in life happens for a reason you know Maybe God wants you as a daughter, you know, not a mother. And also mm. the other thing, you 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 were fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. You are oh. a yes, you are a mother in a way. You, you are. Know? You are mothering yes. so many women, so many daughters. Yes. So many girls. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And your book will do an excellent job in helping us change. By the time we all read it, we'll learn to be nicer and be better and to stop asking questions that don't concern us <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> yes um zeri would you like to share any words of affirmation something you've always found helpful that you've held on to all these years um you know um i've always kept my faith i've always um believed that um Everything happens for a reason. No matter what you go through in life, uh, don't let something that you cannot change control you, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, when you meet a person, I mean, they, they always have something they think about, you know, when they look at you, they, they, they always think about something, you know? Yeah. So you you'll get to meet people that will ask you these questions and triggers will always be there, you know? Yeah. So I just uh, told myself, you know what? I'm not going to let that get to me, you know? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've done an excellent job at that. Yes. By standing strong, being who you are today. Yes. And um, yeah, writing this book really Writing this book, me, yes. You know? <laughs> I'm sure it was some kind of therapy for you as well. Like you mentioned, you were having times when you were so sad remembering how it happened because your book, your writing was so, so well done. It seemed like I was there watching everything happen, the way you wrote it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I shared my story. I can, I can safely say I shared my story from a place of healing, you know, Yes. not uh, a place of pain. So, yeah, and it really power. helped me a lot. That's it a really lot helped me a yes, lot. Yes, yes. And to those who, who like, who don't want to share their story, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's still okay, you know. Yes. That's that that's how they feel. And uh, I think in due course, eventually, they will share their stories when the time is right. Yes. Because you can imagine with me, um, I decided to share my story when I was like 40 years old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But it is the right time. It is the right time. Yes. It is, it yeah. is the right time. It's the right time. Yes. Thank you so much, Zoe. It's been amazing having you here yeah. on here <laughs> the show. You're just such, you're so inspirational, such a powerful woman. Um, so you. strong to have gone through all of this and to be here standing Thank strong. You. <laughs> you're just amazing. You. You're definitely you. someone we should all look up to and um, aspire to be like you. Thank you so much for, for writing the book, for giving us something to be able to read in our cultures in Africa and other parts of the world to have an understanding of what MRKH is, to have an understanding of what it feels like for the people dealing with it, especially when you live in a society with people not understanding it. So thank you for sharing that because I think it's very important when people read it, sometimes looking at it and reading it helps us to change, to be better, to unlearn ways that are not right and to, to embrace the new things that we need to learn. So yes, thank you. Definitely. Thank you so much. The yes, it's, mine. yes, it's been amazing uh, having you on here. So everyone <laughs> listening, go buy Zeri's book. It's a lovely, lovely book. I'm also a woman. Womb or not, I'm also a woman. I love it. Such a powerful <laughs> title. Well done, Zeri. Thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much. much. <laughs> thank you for coming on the show today and I look forward to having you again in the near future. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for joining us this week on the Fertility Conversations podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at Fertility Conversations. If there are any topics you would like to have discussed, please send an email to fertilityconversations at gmail.com. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Thank you again for listening. Take care of yourself and do stay hopeful.